Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana returning with another episode of the podcast Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Your Everyday Life, My Everyday Life, Our Everyday Life. Mm. And this is such a big week coming up. The 4th of July holiday weekend, so many activities, so many changes. I'm going to get the podcast out a little earlier so you can enjoy it, hopefully. Um, And thank you, by the way, so much for the beautiful emails and letters and communication. I cherish them and keep them coming. You can always reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. Okay, now today's episode... (laughs) The title of today's episode, it's so to the point, it's so simple, and the title is Taste and See That Life is Good. Yum, yum. It is good. Now, of course, that might seem like a really radical statement, especially in these days where we, we see so much apparent chaos, and I say apparent chaos. We see so much struggle and so much going on in our lives, in the country, everywhere around us. And here we are at the 4th of July, which is actually a time to celebrate freedom, independence, not only for the nation, but for ourselves in our own lives. The time when we stepped out and became a nation, a group of people who wanted to live according to a way that felt congruent and honest and good for them. So this is a very deep wish for all of us, for everyone, to be free, to be independent, to to be able to express ourselves fully and live in a way that is congruent for ourselves. And all the while, of course, that includes, it has to include respecting others' freedom as well. So we're going to talk about what freedom actually is. Because in all of our lives, there's a huge undercurrent of struggle that goes on to attain independence, to become free of the many, many things that we feel are oppressing us taking away our freedom. It starts when we're little children. We go through this with our parents. We go through this as we get older in relationships with our friends, with our authority figures of all kinds. There's a fight, a struggle, that constantly goes on in all kinds of different forms. And, of course, the idea there is that we have to fight for our freedom. We have to struggle We are put here somehow in a very tough world. This is the fundamental belief. It's a tough world. It's an angry world. It's even many people feel it's a dangerous world. It's an ungiving world. We've got to claw and get what it is that belongs to us. We have to get rid of those who are opposing us. This is the kind of ideas that, not just in our generation, but have really been the bottom of foundation for many, many generations and for many aspects of human life. This fight, this fight, this battle for freedom. 
So as I said, especially when we speak about Zen wisdom, it's very important to look a little more deeply at what it really means to be free. And what is it that causes us to feel so constricted and oppressed, so controlled by others and by the world that we live in? This is particularly relevant to, of course, for relationships of all kinds. It's not just talking about a nation, it's talking about us, about our personal lives. And that's what we have to work with. Our lives, our relationships, our families. That's where we can begin the huge work of really making a difference and making a change. So as I said, so many of our lives are taken up by this battle against people, ideas, circumstances. It goes on endlessly. We have to be on guard constantly. That's the feeling that we live with. And unfortunately, we live with that feeling in relationships as well. Uh-oh, I better be careful. I better be vigilant. I better not let them take advantage of me. I have to battle for what belongs to me and for what I believe. And for what is my benefit, for what's beneficial for me. I have to battle for that as well. I have to assert my view and diminish others. That's part of it. I, and for many, there's a craving to gain power over the world and over the lives of others as well as their own. Now, this interesting point comes from the Zen world and from the true world. This state of vigilance that we live in, this very state of anger and opposition, that is the very cause of our loss of freedom and independence. Very fascinating, a paradox. I'll repeat it because it's paradoxical and it could be confusing, but it's true. Let me repeat it. <clears throat> this state of vigilance that I described, of anger and opposition, that we live in in many, 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 many aspects of our lives, this state itself is the very cause of our loss of freedom and independence and, of course, of joy. It, this state itself causes our constrictions and distress in life. See, we blame it on other people, on other circumstances, on what's going on. We feel, we all feel, it's something else out there trying to control me. And I've got to control it back. Something is happening and I've got to fight against it. But let's take a moment here and pause. We're looking at the nature of real freedom and independence. Mm, what a huge topic. Let's take a moment and pause. What is really taking away our freedom and independence is not something outside of ourselves. It's our own anger, constriction, opposition. We are tying ourselves in knots. This very state of mind ties us into knots. It's impossible then 
to be joyful, to be free, because free includes a lot of joy. We've got a lovely, joyful feeling to be free, free to come, free to go, free to laugh, free to love, free to see what's happening, free to respond in a benevolent, beneficial way. Wow, that's very joyful. And the whole idea of independence not being dictated to by people, circumstances, events. Well, when we're free, we're independent. So how can you be free and independent when you're blaming others and circumstances for your pain and distress? When you're always ready to fight them off? That itself is a state of imprisonment and constriction galore. Once we even get a real whiff of this, once we see this, we can just, oh, put our weapons down. Mm, what a moment of freedom that is. Once we see truly that it's our own inner state of being that is constricting us and taking away our freedom, that is a that moment of seeing it is a great freedom itself. How beautiful that moment is. Whoa, I don't have an enemy out there. My enemy is my anger, my constriction, my wish to destroy, my wish to fight. That's, if, if you want to call it an enemy, that, but I would, I don't like to use that word. I would say that is what's causing me my pain and upset. It's preventing me from seeing what is. It's preventing me from seeing the beauty. And also, as our wonderful title said, it's completely preventing me from tasting and seeing that life is good. Good. It tastes good. It is good. It's here for our good. We're not here to battle everything off. We're not here to suffer. I mean, we will suffer. Everyone suffers. There's nothing wrong with suffering either when it's experienced properly because there's a great deal to learn. So how do we really experience this joyfulness and freedom? It's really quite simple, actually. I mean, it is a path. It is a process. But the very first step is rather than experiencing and viewing life as a battle, why not completely turn that around? Just stop. Say, mm -mm, I don't want to view it that way because that view itself is tying me in knots. I want freedom from that point of view. I'm going to stop and taste life fully. What does that mean, taste life fully? It means I'm going to experience whatever comes to me. I'm not going to judge it. I'm not going to hate it. I'm going to taste it fully. You know, we don't taste or experience many things. We judge it. We hate it. We push it away. We want to get control and power over it. But this is a different path. Let's stop that because that other attitude is a terrible bind we're in and it's not allowing us the freedom and independence we so deeply desire. So why don't we taste life fully? 
whatever experience is brought to us rather than judge it as i said and reject it taste it experience it put down your weapons against it just be with it <clears throat> allow it to show you why it is here in your life and what it is truly saying and asking of you everything that comes to us has some kind of a teaching a message or a request of us but we are so blocked off and fighting it off we have no idea what that is or what it could be so stop a moment and really listen really accept and experience what is coming your way as you do that you're able then to take the nourishment from everything that comes <coughs> You're able to learn from it. You're able to grow from it. You're able to experience something in life from it. You may find that someone who looks disturbing and distressful, when you put down that point of view and just be with them and listen and let them be who they are, they have something very important to give you or to teach you or to tell you or perhaps to ask of you. It's a really beautiful moment when you can understand what that might be. It's an important moment. And it's important for them too. This is a very different way of engaging life. It's not about who's more important, who's big, who's small, who's better, who's worse. It's about tasting and stopping and seeing and feeling the goodness in everything. And of course, that goodness, that richness is always there it's us it's ourselves that are blocking it out by our negative attitudes and way of approaching life itself now once we see that life is good this doesn't really mean good as opposed to bad it's a different way of speaking of good because, of course, there are experiences that are painful. We're not saying there's nothing that's so-called bad and that's painful that we don't want to have, but we're having them. So engage with them, interact with them, find out why they're here. And when we send, says, or we say life is good, we're saying life is valuable. Life is precious. Life is interesting. Even when it hurts, it's interesting. It's giving us another ground of being to stand on. It's saying life is worthwhile. Don't hate it. Don't reject it. Don't try to dominate it and fear it. Just taste and see for yourself that life is good. Now, as time is growing a little short, I want to give you I want to give you a wonderful exercise so you can actually use this in your life. <clears throat> because all of these words are just words until we eat them up and we make them real. So here's a little exercise. Just stop. Just stop for a minute. Maybe something that you're battling, something you're fighting off, something you wish were different. Just stop and completely allow it to be. Welcome it even. Don't oppose it. Don't fight it. Just listen to it. Taste it. Taste it in whatever way works for you. For some of us, we want to listen to the situation. 
for others. We just feel it. Just whatever works for you. Really engage with it. Interact with it. Listen and see what it reveals. You know, just by putting down the fight and the battle and by will being willing to listen, a whole new world appears. Now, you can do this with any situation in your life that's hard for you or also with a person, with relationships, because many of us have that to deal with as well. Just be with that person and listen and accept them and stop judging them and rejecting them. Just say, God has brought this or life has brought this to me and I am now going to totally engage with this fully. And by engage, we don't mean dominate or control. It means be with it fully. Be with yourself fully. Be with your life fully. And that moment then, even if it has pain in it, it is always fulfilled. The moment is fulfilled. And then the moment is good. We don't have a sense of life unlived or time that we missed and didn't spend fully. Life then is good and life is fulfilled. So we have to stop now. But of course, as I said before, if you would like to write to me, email me, topspeaker at yahoo.com. You can hear more of our Zen Wisdom podcasts on our website, zenwisdomtoday.com. And I'm delighted to be interacting with you. I will be out up in White Plains on Tuesday, July 23rd, I believe it is, offering a talk, which I'm looking forward to being there very much. Lovely Zen Center there. Um, contact me and I'll give you more information. And it's called White Plains Zen and part of the Inisfada community. And I will also be out again in July offering Zen talks in Manhasset and Rockville Center as well. Those dates aren't exactly set yet, but as soon as they are, I will let you know in case you're there and you want to join us, you are most welcome to do so. So thank you again for listening. As always, as always, it's an honor to be here with you. Have a very, very beautiful, beautiful holiday weekend. And, and perhaps by taking some of these words with you, some of these ideas with you, some of these practices with you, it will make it even more <coughs> alive, free, and joyful. I certainly hope so. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.